Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review, Game of Thrones, Season 7, Episode 1, Dragonstone, The Feedback Show. We're back this year with The Feedback Show. And what we're doing in this show is basically we don't have a plan. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I'm just taking some of your questions, some of them reading them for the very first time that you sent me, whether it be an email, joined our Discord group, or called our voicemail text line and left a, left a number at 781, left a number, left a message at 781-990-8509. But also right now, we have a call-in line if people want to call in and talk to us at the end if we have any time. And that number is 657-383-0370. And I'm not alone. I have with me a wonderful guest. And that's the motherfucking chat. Hey, motherfucking chat. But no, I also have with me one of the best uh, feedback guests we had last season. Uh, so there's no pressure on him. He can suck today because he was good last year a bunch. He always fills in on the Walking Dead cast when Joe can't show up. And he's basically this year going to be our first feedback guest and also our fill-in feedback guest. We have some plans to have some other people on. But say at the last minute they go, I don't like the cup of the cut cut of this guy's jib this fill the fucking tissues guy i don't want to be on his goddamn show and if that happens david's always going to be there to come and join us and save the day with some some goofiness ladies and gentlemen the walking david welcome back to the show david thank you very much thank you very much for having me back it's good. looking forward to the cut of your jib. Uh, good. I mean, you never can tell. I, I do horrible things to people. I'm, I'm really a bad person. I was uh, I was fucking with David before the show started and manipulating him with his abilities and stuff. I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to use all David's abilities. But if uh, David hasn't been as much on the stream because David's been out there actually doing shit, not just talking about shit like me. He's actually out there making movies so that we can review them live on the stream, live on the air and do a commentary cast of David's oh, movie. Yes, please do that <laughs> with, when it comes out. With Joe, yeah, we're, we're doing it. It's happening. But David, why don't you tell some people what you've been up to and uh, and all of your fun stuff. And just also, if you haven't, subscribe to The Walking David on YouTube. He does some fun impression videos with Littlefinger and Jon Snow. So check that out. David? Um, well, thank you for the proper introduction there. Uh, basically, what I've been doing for the last a couple of months, uh, about two and a half months, is I was producing a feature film called 40 Ounces to Freedom. And I helped write it. Uh, I was the main producer on it, uh, assistant director, makeup, all, all the things, pretty much. And it's a full feature-length movie. And it's an action comedy, and it's sort of like Pineapple Express if the characters did coke and meth instead. <laughs> and uh, it's it's really, really fun, and I can't wait for you guys to see it. Uh, it's the most effort I've ever put into a film project of mine, and the whole goal is to get it onto Amazon and Netflix. Awesome, David. Wish you tons of luck. People in the live chat, I know you can probably see it, are saying David's hair game's on fire. He's got the Jon Snow season, season 5 cut. David ate oh. Jon Snow, someone said. Rest in peace, Jon Snow. David has taken over for him. We got Steven. We got Analysis. We got Tom himself. We got Brainwash. We got Jimmy. We got Iron in there. We got Puppy, who says perfect timing it is. We got Bree. We got lots of awesome friends joining us tonight or joining us this evening to talk about this episode of Game of Thrones. But David, so uh, so that is awesome. I'm so psyched. I cannot wait to see your movie and wish you nothing but luck on that. It's been fun. You can see some behind the scenes stuff on YouTube that uh, on David's channel. So definitely check out The Walking David to, to see David actually doing some shit. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's that's the whole goal, though. And also, I mean, what's great, because I get to take you you guys with me. If it has any kind of success, you'll be some of the first people oh. to ever review it. 
If, yeah, if 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 you don't, you know, Joe's gonna like give it a really great review, no matter what. <laughs> what the fuck was David doing in that? He fucking was terrible. Like he's <laughs> he's a fucking. <laughs> what the fuck is I this? Fu- eviscerated. Yeah, oh yeah, he's getting, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? What am I? Wa- I, w- I don't want to tell him that you uh, don't even tell him it's your movie. But like, Joe, this is the uh, this is the uh, commentary movie we're gonna do tonight. But uh, we. We, That's a great idea. Surprising. Oh, wow. We got my good friend Dan Arrington in the live chat. We got Ren Renwood. We got so many great people. We got Robin Stoops. Hello, Throners. Great to see everybody here this afternoon. So, again, what we're going to do on these feedback shows is we're going to come out here. We got a bunch of questions that people either message me in different different parts of my body. You know, when I was walking down the street throwing rocks off my head that had little messages going, why, why was Sansa wrong? Why was Jon Snow wrong? Why do you suck so bad, Phil and Joe? You know, those kind of questions. We, we we get that kind of stuff. We like it. We love it. We appreciate that. And that's one of the things that's awesome about Game of Thrones. But in general, David, uh, what are your what are your kind of uh, general thoughts on the first episode of season one, season seven? Um, I, I got to admit that they focused on some characters that I wasn't nearly as concerned about. You know what I mean? Like, I would have been fine with them bringing it up later on, like stuff with Sam and... Uh, you know, yeah. Daenerys. Uh, I think opening up a series on anything that Daenerys is doing is kind of like a, uh, like, what you, like, why? <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, I think it was a solid episode. I, I'd say it was very solid. The stuff that they did show kind of won me over. Um, that stuff with Sam having to. <laughs> oh, the, 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 poop, the poop montage thing. It's fucking. Uh... <laughs> Dude, it's 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 fucking incredible. Wait, I want I want to I want to play something that I that we have some uh we have some audio here from uh from the from the poop montage, but uh but no, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, I mean, I, for me, even though I'm not the biggest Danny fan, I think this season's gonna be a lot of that. It's it's basically her season, but I definitely agree with you that as much as I. I like some of the stuff. The Sam stuff could have been boiled down. We didn't need the poop montage. Did we? Did we really need to hear hear like this over and over again here? I mean, like, you start hearing a bass line in there and shit like that. It's, it's, it's fucking disgusting. What, what the hell's going on? I was hoping that the pots would eventually start playing the Game of Thrones theme music. <laughs> It'd be like, shing, 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 Yeah, I mean, I, I'm surprised that hasn't been done yet. It was fucking disgusting. I, I don't know if that's uh, setting us up for a disgusting season that every episode's going to have a shit montage. I don't know if that's just the editors having fun in, this, in the studio. Like, let's make a shit montage. How do we get a passenger time? Let's make a shit montage. Yeah, like, imagine how weird that must be, like, into your seventh season of your show, your biggest viewer base, and then you know for a fact that you had, like, two days where you set aside for Sam to dump shit out of bowls (laughs) into a trough. Like, imagine reading that as the script. It's like, sequence, Sam keeps dumping people's (laughs) uh, chamber pots out. And Wolf Gaming says it's like a bad Kit Kat commercial. That montage, Tom says, that montage felt like Requiem for a Dream, but with drugs. Mary said, opening to silly love songs. What? What's this? That someone says it sounded like Dr. Dre just mixed that. Oh, thank you. The poop is the secret to defeating the White Walkers. I got really grossed out because in the middle of it, like, I was eating while watching the show. And that was my mistake. Uh, I was eating 
in a dark room. So the food that I looked like immediately looked like shit. Oh, dude, gross. In my head. And I, then I imagined Davos going, when you get back to King's Landing, have a bowl of brown for me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this episode anymore. Why did Phil ask me to fucking read this? I'm tearing this off. Stephanie had almost a similar reaction. She she got she's like, oh god, I can't deal with this right now. And uh, I I giggled. I I I, I like the rhythm of it. I kind of, uh, but uh, but I totally understand everyone getting sick of that part. So <laughs> so let's uh, let's get to. Let's get to uh, our first our first question of the day, and this will play our voicemails first. So this is a voicemail from. Let's see who this is. This person. This person. Hey Phil, this is Netta G calling from Chicago, Chirac. Um, I had a quick question for the feedback episode. Where is Edmore? Arya killed all the phrase and then just left her uncles who rot in the jail cell that Walder Frey said they left him at. Yep. Um, please answer that because it's going to bug me throughout the whole series if I don't get the answer. Great question. Someone else asked us that same question. Uh, at first, when I first started reading the questions, I thought maybe they just didn't even mention him or anything like that. But then you go back and and I looked back and Walter definitely says at the end of la- last season before Arya kills him, I believe, that Edmure's back in his cell. So... Ultimately, I mean, Arya probably just said, yeah, you fucked my family over or something like that. Or, I mean, she doesn't know that Edmir fucked the, the blackfish over or anything like that. It, it's, could it just be, I don't want to say this, but could they just say they're yada yadding that a little bit? They're just saying, fuck Edmir. I don't know. People can tell me if the actor's set to return this season, if he's going to show up again. Maybe, maybe she just left him in there. I think she probably just left him in the prison cell. She just got out of there. She doesn't give a shit about him. She's worried more about the Stark family. I know that's a shitty answer. That's literally the shittiest answer anyone's ever given for anything ever. Why don't you just tell me? Why don't I just tell you that a wizard did it? Uh, David, do you have do you have uh, do you have any any inkling on this one? Well, besides the fact that nobody cares what happens to Edmure, uh, <laughs> is... except for Rome fans. That's it. <laughs> except for Rome fans, of course. Uh, you know. Like the moment, the only thing that Ed Muir ever made sense in the show that he said was when he just goes, you didn't come here to talk about our sisters. And I'm like, he's right. You should just leave like that moment and just not have a conversation with him at all. Um, but I I don't know. I think Arya doesn't even isn't even aware that he's alive um, because although she has all these newfound skills and everything, she hasn't been like reading Ravens or yeah studying walter frey's moves she just kind of shows up and kills people now um and kind of willy-nilly just at her own beck and call or whim and i think edmure he's still gonna be fine he's probably got let out by somebody maybe she just unlocked the door and then left and we just didn't see it also maybe um, his wife went there afterwards after Arya let all the women uh, go maybe she went down and let edmure out so he could be with his kid i think Ed, i think you said it perfectly edmure is not important enough for us to see it Arya might just have no clue that he's even there and he's not he's not top on her mind he's not on her list and he's not a family member she cares enough about yeah, and I mean, honestly, it would kind of be an interesting twist uh, or development for her character if she found out that he was there and she didn't rescue him and he just starved to death like in a sale. 
what did I say? A sale? A sale. A sale. No, I mean, a God damn it, it was a sale. You said you, you, you want, almost wanted to say it like a preacher right there. And then, and then Arya, she reaches up to the god of death and she says, take you from your cell and die, motherfucker. <laughs> Something like that. But uh, maybe she let out all the prisoners since they'd all be Frey's enemies. That's possible, Iron. Edmir's high point in the series was fucking up the Tully funeral with the canoe, says Steven. Hello, Gray Area. Great to see Gray Area. Great to see M. Great to see Bree. Great to see all of our good friends joining us this afternoon on the East Coast, United States, for a for this live stream. <laughs> I love this comment. Tom said, I love morbid David. <laughs> I say something awful every time I'm on here. At least once. No, at least at least one, like, ah, that person could just like, shove it up there, stupid dumb ass. No, you know, you're not that. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm a, I co-host a show with Joe. What I mean, what the fuck are you gonna say? That's mm. true. Mm-hmm. And I'm no fucking prince myself, David. Uh, so I'm I'm no good guy. I'm no fucking good guy, David. So uh so here we go. Let's go to our Second question, and this one, I think, unfortunately, for this caller, this one comes from, un comes from under the sea, under the sea, in my wussy the pussy under the sea. Hey, so this is Karn from Pennsylvania. Okay, um, okay, I'm I'm so whoa whoa shit fuck, <laughs> turn the effect off. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting goofy. I really apologize. Something fucked up with either our phone lines or your phone, and it's going to be on a, no ability to uh, play this call. I did try to listen through the whole thing to see if it got any better, but ultimately, I think from what I could put together, the question says, One thing I, I, did you really like that episode of BoJack Horseman when he was underwater? <laughs> I did really like it, especially the end. I can't wait for BoJack, the next BoJack season. He said something about John and Sansa doing a compromise or something. I'm sorry I couldn't get to your call, but I wanted you to know that I that I that I got the message. <laughs> so, <laughs> super crackly. Um, so let's go to our next question. To mo moving right along to the, to our next question and our last voicemail of the day. Hello, this is Antoine Thomas. I'm on my way to work. I enjoyed the show yesterday. I heard that lady, um, dear Sansa, to tell you the truth, I agree with her, so I'm going to make this quick, because I think Sansa is too a dumbass. <laughs> what the fuck was she thinking, wanting to kill those two northern people? What happened to loyalty? You know what I'm saying? You don't see the Lannisters killing the neighbors over there in the... Except for Cersei, but she's batshit crazy. She's different. I love her, but she's batshit crazy. And uh, I'm the Westerns. I mean, could this woman be any thicker? Or is she like her mother? Or maybe she got she's got too much of little finger in, 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 in her ear. I mean, little fingers using her like a prostitute and little fingers the pimp. I think unless it is, to, and I'm going to play the rest of your message, unless it's, going to be different somewhere down the line. I'm going to quote I'm going to quote Gray Area in the live chat cuz I agree, she's dumb. She's dumb. And I mean, I think she's loyal when it comes down to it. And I said this in the in the recap show too. This is where I think on both sides, I think maybe she could have made some good points. And I know maybe they didn't have the right time, but John, can I take counsel with you in the in the ready room in the captain's chambers? Sorry, I'm doing going all Star Trek. But 
she she could have stepped away with him for a second, found the right opportunity to disagree with him and offer his stuff. Not like what John was saying. You keep undermining me at every possible time. She's dumb. She's dumb. I mean, maybe she'll show herself to be smart. Maybe this is all a ruse to set Littlefinger up to show himself and get him out of the way because fuck him for selling me to the Boltons. I'm hoping it goes in that direction, but I don't know if I have that kind of faith in her. Uh, David? Uh, I, I think, David, David, your mic is muted. Turn it on, on and off for a second. So uh, I'll let David get work on his technical difficulties. I want to make sure it's not on my end. Uh, people in the live chat tell me if you can see uh, see David. I mean, yeah, you can see David if you can hear David. But uh, but she has good points. Gray Area says she has good points, but she's not smart enough to convey them in the proper setting. Uh, someone said, David, you're muted. Let's see. But yeah. Um, still can't Still can't hear you. Try uh, maybe unplugging the mic and plugging it back in. Well, I'll let David's going to work on his technical difficulties for a second. He's uh, he's basically bashing his head against the camera right now. And he's, he's just like, fuck this. What's going on? David's going to do the rest of this podcast in sign language. So uh, still not a buddy. So um, let uh, so, yeah, I think that's the biggest issue with Sansa in this situation. I do think she maybe has some points. I just think her... Her, the way she spells it out is just kind of all dumb. Oh, let's go into the live chat. He made the decision before talking to her. Um, she can't be, she can't be George R. R. Martin with fuck that up. Who are with Sansa be like that in the books? Who else could she have said it before it was too late? Wolf Gaming says, I'm still pissed at, off at Sansa for not telling John the veil was on its way and letting a thousand men die in the Battle of the Bastards because she wanted to feel powerful. Let's see. Um. I think David's David's frozen right now. Hopefully, I think he probably restarted and he's going to be back with us in a second. Let's hope David's technical difficulties work themselves out. But very true, uh, very true. Dan Arrington says, John is saying to not let the sins of the father fall on the son, says Dan. And I would agree, I agree with that in the battle that is to come. I think ultimately, at this point in time, it's not... And this is where... I wonder all these characters, Littlefinger and Sansa specifically, and in this situation where they're up north, when they finally see and really believe that this White Walker threat is real, it's all about just joining together and trying to trying to survive fucking winter. I mean, ultimately listen to John. Yet he's yet warn him to not be dumb like Ned or Rob. I get that. But which is smart. He shouldn't be, but he's not. He's got Targaryen blood, so he's by by nature has a little bit more of a leadership uh, in his in his upbringing, like built into him. But not his upbringing, in his DNA, so to speak. But but I just think that John is right now. Anyone who has actually seen this army come, it nothing else matters. It really nothing else matters but stopping these fucking White Walkers and. And I think everything that Sansa's is getting involved in now, no, we need to keep up the old, I think part of John wanting to do this and part of the main reason why I agree with him above anything else is that he doesn't want to put any seeds of discontent in or any big changes in the, in the structure right now, because those, those places are the, the families that have been there, the houses that have been in those locations have been last hearth and uh Karstark, uh, 
whatever Carstark's called. Uh, it's like called Carstark Yard or some shit like that, whatever it's called. Ultimately, those two places, the people are already ingrained there, are already, already built in. So it, they have better chance of withstanding what's to be what's to come. If you switch things out, that's a lot of people moving and a lot of shit. It's just not the right time for that. When the when the whole war is over, if everyone's still alive and John fucking's like, oh good, I, I can be fucking dead now, and Sansa is controlling of the North if Bran doesn't want it, then that's the time when you can take revenge on this on these people and murder them, Sansa. It's just not the right time either. It's not the right time. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, you're dumb. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What I'm talking about. You cannot trust little fingers. Not be surprised if little fingers still under the Lannisters. What the fuck is this bitch thinking? And this is what I have to say about it. Now I want to get to the part. Welcome home, Daenerys Targaryen. And I'm a little Targaryen myself. To the day I'm die. So listen up. Anybody who wants to F with the Targaryens have to F with the Martells as well. This is Antoine out. Bam, Antoine with a good call. And that makes me think about something the bloody talk we're talking about that we should eventually do uh, like debate night here on the uh on the show where we have people calling in and can kind of debate this Sansa issue or debate things point for point back and forth. So let's go back into the bum bum bum. Gray area says that Tywin says if a man bends the knee to help him up, no one will ever bend the knee to you again. It's true. I am, buddy. I know who you are, Peter, and I am mentally ill. Hell yeah. You know it, man. Lots of love to you, dude. Again, huge hug to you, Peter. Huge hug to you. Hey, hey, cheekiest. Yeah, debate. Debate night in Philandia. It has to happen. And I mean, we can set this up for any feedback show you want. If you have one point, you know someone else has another point, just you guys set me up ahead of time. You guys can each leave a message on the voicemail line and go point for point, or we can both get you guys on the call-in line and go point for point. Unfortunately, I don't think I can have multiple people talking at once, which is probably good. And then go point for point with calls and stuff to have debates. We can figure out how to do it. If you want to debate, as I know, uh, I think Bloody Talker and Analysis might want to get into something at some point let me know and we'll figure out the logistics to do it on one of these feedback shows because i think i think this feedback show is all about what you guys have to say and getting your thoughts in on the show so so uh great stuff dan great to see you great to see you in the live chat i love i love the joe hazing that you're bringing really good stuff <laughs> really good stuff buddy really good stuff Oh, here we go. I hear David. David is. I hear. I, I hear David's audio. I heard myself on echo. Is it? Am yeah. I there? You're back. You are back. Hey. So, Hello, people. I'm yeah. sorry. My computer sucks. No, no, David. I really. I just offended you somehow. You were. You were like. I can't deal with this. Uh, fill the tissues, asshole. Anymore. I'm. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving <laughs> I, this shit. But uh, my computer. Sound like a toaster, just like about <laughs> to explode. But before before you were gonna go, and before we go on to the next question, what are your thoughts about Sansa uh, in that first episode in the Sansa versus John situation? Oh God. Um, one, I don't like the overnight change that they did because I mean, if you were watching these seasons back to back, it's literally like Sansa's like, "I'm happy for you, John. You're the king of the North," and then 
immediately we start with her going, I'm not so sure that you should be the king of the north. You know, like you're you're making all kinds of harsh decisions and no one's talking to me. I mean, I'm Sansa. Like I have no military experience and I've just been getting raped in dungeons for the last two years. Uh, nobody cares about my opinion. That's like, yeah, not really. This guy's like literally fought the undead for the last four or five years. Um, I don't know. She kind of just drives me a little bit crazy because like you were saying, I think at times she's extremely dumb or dim witted or she thinks she's one of these people who thinks she's smart and has all the facts. But John is completely right. She has not seen what John has seen. John has the tangible evidence. Like he has actually seen it, witnessed it. He knows for a fact that something awful is coming. And it's like, Sansa, whatever you have experienced in your life with any, whatever troubles any of us have experienced, it will all be immaterial compared to what's to come. I almost spit out my fucking SpaghettiOs when she said the line, when she was saying the whole thing about about, oh, you're only concentrating on the army to the north. You don't, you forgot about our enemy from the south. It's just, are you really talking about that right now? And again, you devalue your point. Everything with the houses, we can deal with this after this war. There's one thing to worry about right now, and that is that dragon queen is set down. We need to kill her quickly and let the White Walkers through the wall to stop. I mean, sorry, the army of the dead is coming and they need to be stopped. I'm kidding. I I'm really happy. And, and uh, I mentioned that before. I, I enjoyed seeing Daenerys make her way back to the back to Westeros. It, it was uh, it was a good way of ending the episode. I just don't think it's going to be as like I said, as simple as she's the queen. She's the good guy. She ends ends it. I think there's going to be part that, that strays off of that a little bit. David. Well, and we might get into it later, but I felt like this episode, they intentionally drug out parts that really didn't need to be. And I don't know if it's just because they're trying to build the tension or they just didn't want to waste the time on the story. But it's like when you have such a limited amount of episodes left, we don't need a five minute in real time Daenerys walking up to Dragonstone and the White Walkers coming in a four minute one shot just head on and Sam clean and toilet bowls. It's like we could have developed some of these things and answered some of these questions and tied some knots as opposed to create more uh, questions. You know what I mean? Yep. And Mark Hunt says, what's up, David? Great to see everyone. And Dan, uh, da Danny in the live chat right now. You know, Danny A., absolutely. We got to figure out a time for you to come over for a commentary or call on in or something like that with Joe and I. Yeah, we at least just says uh, with, like what David was tackled that we did, also didn't need the shit show. Can we talk about how illogical and empty that Dragonstone is? Stannis didn't leave anybody there. That's that is a good question. Stannis didn't leave one fucking person there. Okay, so let's go to our next question, and uh, this is: Will what will Danny's what will Daenerys's first action be in Dragonstone? Um, Figure out where the bathroom is because it's been a long because <laughs> it's been a long time on that boat. And no, uh, I think her first action will be when she says "Let's get started" is to get on that map, figure out where all our enemies are, and figure out what's the first course of action to do. Yeah, um, it's definitely going to be something ship related. I bet I bet they're going to talk about you know what Euron is up to just to bring him back into the story again because. It seemed like, by the way, he was almost unrecognizable in this fucking episode. I didn't even know it was him for the first <laughs> like two minutes he was on screen. Um, 
Yeah, I, I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, the Daenerys stuff confuses me, on like legitimately, because I'm like, you have so many issues that you need to face. I don't even know where you start. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, I think the first order of business for her is to make some sort of alliances or something. I think. Or just go down with your fucking dragon, send your army right to King's Landing, and knock down the fucking door. Uh, you have all those boats, you have all that sort of shit. You could definitely make a go at it, but I, I just don't see them make going that quick. They're gonna they're gonna have her do other stuff first. Is what I, is my speculation of it. So uh, so let's go to our next question. This is from Tom Chainsmoker. Euron is the Valenquar. He's gonna choke up Cersei with his big cock. Makes sense, right? He is a younger brother. I've heard that a little bit, that Euron could possibly be the Valenquar. To me, I even if on the show we don't get the Valenquar thing, Cersei's, and people that don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, the when Cersei had the Mag of the Frog uh, or palm reading or whatever that was, and they told her that her kids would die, they also mentioned that a little brother would kill her. And a lot of some people think it's Tyrion. I personally think it's going to be Jamie. I still think it's Jamie. And I'm even on the show, I think it's just going to come out of nowhere. It's going to be Jamie. But if they decide not to go that route on the show, I could see her hubris, her thinking she has Euron handled and him maybe making a move on her and being like, fuck you. You, you think you control me. You don't know what, what I'm doing. Stab her in the fucking back of the head or something. I mean, I don't think that's specifically how it will happen, but I could see him killing her. I, I, I could see that them going in that direction, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be Jamie, and I think it's going to happen this season. Go, Jamie! That would be... I think it'd be fucking awesome. I'm not sure as to what that would do to his character. Does that make his... Uh, like, his story arc, is that, like, a good catharsis for him? Does that redeem him in any way, or is that just... Are people going to look at him as, like, oh, this guy just slays every king or queen that he's ever worked for? It's and especially his kin too in that situation. He's a he'll be a double kins, kingslayer and a queenslayer. I think for me it would show that he that she reached a point in time where she crossed too far. That her I think since he saw her burn all those people, Jamie at core I think even though he pushes kids out windows to give them superpowers, so actually that's a win uh, because because he does lots of things to help other people out. Uh, he he. Uh, he he, everything bad Jamie does leads to someone else having a good thing happen to them. Uh, so, so no, I think that ultimately he is a good person at core, and it's sticking in his crow. The more she's like burn everybody, and the more she goes crazy and wants to use more wildfire. The more once he meets Daenerys, sees dragons, uh, ultimately sees that the White Walkers are coming, and if Cersei's just like, oh, we gotta kill everybody, no, we have to handle those things, he's just gonna be like, she's out of control, I need to do something about this. It could be partially wishful thinking on my part, David, but I hope they go in that direction. Well, also, they what they didn't address in this episode was how the everyday people view Cersei. Like, do they know that she's the one who did this? Uh, are they just wondering that somebody committed some sort of attack? Do they think it's the Faith militant who put the caches of wildfire everywhere. I mean, we don't really know. We know that everybody in that scene when she's getting uh, crowned, uh, 
that everybody looks like they're about to shit their pants, but for what fucking reason? Is it just because oh she's an idiot woman and she's uh, <laughs> now she controls this part of the country, Should, or is it could because she ch- they know that she killed all these people and we just have to take this? I don't know. It's very interesting. We don't really get a feel for what the what the small folk are thinking right now. And I think next episode we're going to get a little bit more of a back and forth council. Not to get into the preview stuff, but from uh, next week it seems like we're going to get a little bit more debate inside that council hall and see what people think a little bit more and see how she spun this to make herself look like the victim and that she had to do this and i mean i think she's gonna be like the faith militant was a was a sin this was sin we need or was a a scourge on the world we need to just we didn't need to destroy them and that sort of stuff it's been yeah I could see that. If that had been Joffrey when them idiots tried to grab Marjorie, that shit would have been shut the fuck down. I agree. You say what you want about Joffrey. He would not have let them touch Marjorie like that. Tommen is a little bit of a uh, a, a pussy. So uh, <laughs> so uh, this question, David, we, this is one of the ones we talked about earlier. Qu- question uh, for for uh, for Alt-Shift-X. Hey, is Alt-Shift-X over there? Hey. Um, why haven't you posted your episode one review yet? <laughs> oh right on that note david got disconnected again he's like david david hung up he's like i'm not doing impressions dude i told you before the show started no fucking impressions i'm leaving this fucking shit hopefully david will be back he's having some computer issues right now and we'll come back to that question again uh <laughs> So let me let me bring the let me get walking David back in here when he restarts his computer. Restarts your computer. So let's go to another question. Hi, this is Ed that uh, that Ed Sheeran was on because Maisie Williams really likes him, and uh, secondly for Katie that the Hound didn't kill the farmer and his daughter. Thanks for saying, Sansa had no idea what John's been through because it ain't the truth. And finally, have you ever heard that Tyrion is the product of, uh, of, uh, of, of the Mad King and his mother Joanna Lannister, the Mad, the Mad King? Yeah, I have heard that theory. Joe is a big subscriber to that theory. He be- that's what he believes. He believes that uh, that Tyrion is definitely Targaryen. I'm a little bit more dubious of it. I think partially because I want Tywin to be his father. I think it's it it works better on some story level that Tywin was his father. I did hear that about Ed Sheeran. I mean, I had a lot of fun in the moment in that and it, and it did suck. I, I didn't like the cameo, but it wasn't game breaking of the scene. I, I definitely enjoy that scene and I hope we get to see her kill those people in episode two. And I like the song. I like the song he sang, but yeah, fuck that. Uh, and, and I'm, we're all secret Targaryens. We are. And I will say I am one of those people that I'm just jealous. Fuck that guy. Gets to have hit songs and be on Game of Thrones. I'm angry. Blah. I'm salty. I'm a fucking great joy about it. Fuck it. It's okay. He was just in it a little bit too much for me for like a walk-on cameo for someone. And it didn't take me out. It didn't take me so much out of the scene as in give me something to rail on in the after show. So, but it, it was, it was all right. It, I mean, the it should have just been the song and then he should have just been sitting there. That, Whatever, I know, it's like, stop being so nitpicky. Yeah, I'm gonna be nitpicky. I don't give a fuck. I'm nitpicky. It, this show could be called Fill the Issues Guy, parentheses, nitpicky. But, uh, but hello. For, 
here we go. Let's continue. And then this was from area code 330, that last message, and the last two digits of the phone number 24. Hi, guys. Uh, yeah, the guy who said... <laughs> I think this one's for you, Brooke. Hi. Yeah, the guy who said Cersei is smart couldn't be more wrong. Where the hell has he been and what show has he been watching? Was he the same person who said Arya's scene was irrelevant or insignificant? Are you kidding me? I don't think he was the same person that said that, but uh, but ulti- ultimately I do. Uh, I think that message is for you, Broke. <laughs> yeah, exactly, uh, Q. And, and, and again, uh, it's it really doesn't matter to the episode. It didn't take any buttholes side buttholes off of my score of the episode or anything like that it was just one of it was just it it just was uh, it made me uh made me feel salty a little bit because it wasn't me that's the, there you go <laughs> i want Maisie williams to be a fan of my shitty music not that ed sheeran has shitty music but but i do and i want her to like it <laughs> but <laughs> broke says good I stand by it, motherfucker. I added the motherfucker, broke, because you're because you're uh, you're polite. You're a polite guy. Mm-mm. Excuse me, I got a tickle. Mm-hmm. I got a tickle because ultimately, we all know that you're a talker. I am listening to talkers makes me thirsty. If any more words come pouring out your cunt mouth. I'm gonna have to eat every fucking chicken in this room. Okay, I'll shut up. <laughs> I'll shut up. I'll do it. That's it. I'm done. So let's continue here while we hope. Well, hopefully David uh, gets reconnected here, and and uh, let's go to NY fishing. This is, I think, one of the biggest misconceptions about this season is that because it has less episodes, that the episodes will be more hard-hitting and have full of more meaningful moments. No, it's going to be a lot of exposition, staring out in the sky from balconies, and some travel scenes. The show's writers know the end of the story they're trying to tell, and they're almost there. That is why the season lengths are getting shorter. Not because they're going to pack all these action scenes into a movie-like episodes, although a boy can dream it would go down that way. I hear what you're saying. I think the problem I have with the remaining episodes is because I don't want to be asking this question. And I'm not going to be, yeah, I'm going to be bitching for the rest of my fucking life because, you know, I, I have no life. No, But that, they fucked us out of these last two seasons with 13 episodes instead of 20. I know they say they know how, where the end of the story is, but there was enough story packed in the story that they could have made it longer without feeling stretched because they wanted to rush to some big points early on in the series. And the main thing that those guys wanted to do as show creators was depict the red wedding on screen. I've heard them say this after that, we were like, okay, what do we do now? We did what we wanted to do. Excuse, and I speculate that even though I think these guys are really awesome TV show makers and I could be wrong, that they've been trying to end this for a long time. So once they saw that end point and they knew that they could get there in this is what they probably sat there and said, um, what is the least amount of episodes that we can do to get to the end? Um, I think 14. No, how about 13? 14 is too much. Um, we surely should do four. How about 15? Seven? Well, four? Um, how about six? No, 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 13. Whatever the fuck the conversation went, it was something along the lines of, Let's let's do this. So because of that and because the pace is picked up, 
I am more hyper-conscious of every single scene, of the time spent in every single scene. I have no problem with the last episode, really, when it comes down to it, except for my own biases. When it comes, da- when it comes down to it, I like the episode. I thought it was really good, but the the... The core point here is that I'm fucking, I have this like running out of time hourglass thing ticking down because as much as I do, I love the books. I do. And that's, and I embrace that. I think the books are better and that world is better. I'm a television animal. This show's going to end all purposes. The story for me, my go-to thing is going to be ending very, very soon. And that's kind of frustrating to me. And I wanted it the full amount of time. And I, uh, so I'm sorry that I keep bitching about that, but you're right. I, I shouldn't be judging the episodes every time. Oh, this too 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 many minutes on this scene. Too bit like, like I shouldn't do that, but I can't help but do that because they're fucking me out of episodes. Bastards. But that that's just my perspective. Uh bro, get someone else who respects <laughs> Hey Phil, get off Phil, get off the air. We need to talk to someone who respects the books. <laughs> the show should have dropped it after it airs. What did they did to Door in the Iron Nines is unforgiving. Master Eamon should have known that Dragonstone has Dragonglass in it. He was a fucking, uh, he was a Targaryen after all. Broke says episode was 8 out of 10. David, you should go to porn sites without, you shouldn't go to porn sites without protection. Your computer would be fine. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. Uh, Davos knows it's uh, D&D that don't. Hey, Phil. Hey, Alicia. Oh, no, different Phil. The other Phil's in the live chat. Phil H. Great to see. Great to see you, buddy. David went to Disney.com without his parents' permission, and Club Penguin took him out. We got, uh, how come Cersei does not talk about Littlefinger, who she mentioned when she mentioned Sansa? Do the birds that sing belong to Baelish or Kyburn or Varys? Maybe they, t- I think they still belong to Varys. And also, I just want to add that Sa- Sansa couldn't be more wrong. She says, when Sansa starts, no, time for a little bit more Sansa hate. Dun, 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 dun. We got Walking David, I think, connecting on his phone right now. Dun, 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 dun. Ladies and gentlemen, we got the Sansa's dumb, you're wrong moments. Cersei kills all of her enemies. Well, Tyrion's still alive, and so are you, Sansa. So she can't kill all of her enemies. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Those Dornish people are still alive, too. All the sand fucking douche... The sand skirt... Sand poops. Whatever you want to say. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Sand Turtles are still alive. So is a lot of other people that... Fuck... You mean the people in King's Landing she blew up. Not everyone that goes against Cersei does she kill. Because she's inept. I love her. She's great to watch, but she's inept. And she doesn't always succeed. She's a blunt instrument. She's not a fine-toothed pen like someone like Tywin can be, or even Tyrion is. But no. Sansa, Sansa, fucking Tyrion's still alive. You're wrong. Wrong again. Sansa Snakes will be a gift. Yeah, the little birds are viruses. So. Hello, welcome back, David. Hey, man, hopefully you can hear me. Yeah, I can definitely hear you. Okay. Uh, sorry, this is lagging quite a bit. I don't even know if people can see me right no, now. No, they can see you, but like, it's very interesting. Instead of you being like in live action video, you're like still images that change every once in a while. So it, it's actually really cool <laughs> to, because you, cause you don't actually... Yeah, exactly. You... <laughs> If anyone's not, if anyone's listening to the audio podcast of this, I highly recommend you always join us live because of the visual silliness. 
<laughs> David, who is uh, in a uh, in a very special kind of movie right now. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it's it's actually perfect. <laughs> so well, uh, I apologize, everybody. My computer, uh, my laptop, pretty much just crapped out on me. So uh, it wasn't me. It was just my computer. Critch, Critch makes a good point. Blunt instruments are effective and seldom break on a missed swing. Always ready to hit again. Uh, that that's not, that is a good point. Uh, and she's a crazy blunt instrument. That's a dangerous thing to have. So, um, let's go to our next question. Does the Archmaester think think that the long night is just going to end? It ended because someone had to make it end. I think the Archmaester agrees with Sam. Have you ever slept? I mean, if someone comes and tries to steal your keys next to you, you're going to fucking know it. I don't know. Maybe he left the keys out for Sam. Maybe he wants Sam to figure out. I almost read through that scene that he was saying, yeah, Sam, don't get into there. When I was a kid and I played Trump and I played trumpet in band, I didn't play trumpet in the band. I played drums in the band. I picked up a trumpet and started jamming with the drummer. And one of the, the horn players in the band came up to me and goes, I know you don't have money to buy a trumpet, but look. We have so many extra trumpets, trashy ones in the band room that we were just going to throw out. It would be a shame if someone took one of those. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take a trumpet. So I think that in some level there is an element of that with the Archmaester and Sam. Like, yeah, you shouldn't look at those books, Sam. You're not a maester, are you? And uh, kind of was telling him to do it without not doing it. Maybe. Uh for me, I don't know. I definitely felt like the dude was asleep for real. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, maybe we, maybe we should have checked his chamber pot because then we would really know. I mean, if there's shit in there, then he really sold it. You know, so. Man, you're right. I'm literally watching myself on the stream on my phone and it just looks like. Still images of a Jewish person, kind of confused. <laughs> <laughs> Oy vey. Uh Ren says, uh, question, how can Cersei make a dynasty when she's uh, beyond childbearing? I think she's, she's dumb. She, does, she doesn't even know what she's saying. She's, uh, she just cares about... <laughs> I'm just going to keep the camera on David this whole time because this is amazing. Uh, she just cares about revenge on all the people that, that wronged her and, and now just wants to kind of protect herself from that, from a brother killing her and now she's just getting paranoid. That's why when Jamie's like, should you be afraid of me? I think she's now at that point where she's paranoid of everything around her. <laughs> this dude is standing there like a model. Someone says, uh, I think Aria will, our Red Sox fan says, I don't think that Aria will kill those, kill that. Oh, I'm sorry. Kill those soldiers. That scene was to show that they were just soldiers. Once she t uh, takes the food and the kindness, I don't think she'll kill that group. Just in my opinion. And uh, Al, I, I hope you're wrong, but I think you're, you might end up being right. Gone says, number one, best intro ever. Number two, Sansa is getting super hot. Getting. Number three, fuck Sansa. What a bitch. Number four, someone kill Cersei for God's sakes. PD, I didn't care about the 50 minutes in the episode. Episode two, almost forgot about the Jack Sparrow wannabe Euron. Fuck him too. <laughs> Gone, GR. Great comment. 
Basquat says, see, I didn't like the opening at all. I just didn't like how the phrase have been discarded completely. The single biggest shocking moment in the show was committed by them. And ever since then, they've been out of the show, brought back only to be killed. It could have been a good villainous house in the show. And they're taking Arya's face changing abilities to silly heights. She left school early. She shouldn't be so good. Now, if it's not just the face, the body, the hair, the voice, the height. And why should we all care about Cersei's enemies? There's three dragons on the way. They should be the only worry. Best scene was the hound scene. He's still trying to show himself as the big badass, but he's just a big softy. I love the whole conversation that was going on about the Lord of Light. And uh, more of that, please. I, I, on rewatch, I like the hound stuff even more. Uh, the first time I was... I was uh, I liked the Hound stuff in the discussion about the Lord of Light and him looking into the fire and all of that. The Hound going back to the farm, burying the kid, and that stuff was was not bad. I just could have done without as much of that. But I really do enjoy the enjoy the Hound scenes. You make some very good points there, Basquat. So, uh, next episode, Dwayne Dunson. To me, the point of the phrase was always there were cowardly snakes in the grass only capable of making a bridge and being repulsive people. Great comment. SSLB313287 says, Great show, guys. I have one observation. Why not just overrun King's Landing? Isn't Dragonstone very close to King's Landing? Never mind. I just saw the episode 2 trailer. Also, don't know how two armadas literally sailed past each other in the sea with Euron's, Euron's and the Greyjoy army. I will... Next time we have Joe on, we'll get the map out, and let's look into that. Uh, that's a good fucking question. Uh, I agree. I tend to think that if I was advising Daenerys in that situation, I would be telling her to just go take King's Landing and then make alliances after the fact, because you could easily take King's Landing in the state that King's Landing is in right now. And considering where Lannister forces are, it's just you have Varys there, who I think has an inside track into there. But I don't even know if he's going to agree with that. I, I think I, if I was advising Daenerys, and I'm not a military advisor at all, so I don't know dick about shit. <laughs> dick about shit. I would tell her to uh, to attack. But but that's just me. And uh, let's let's keep. So uh, bum, 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 let's go into the live chat. Am I the only one that thought that Euron was trying to be Jack Sparrow? Crazy eyes. I also heard uh, someone uh, was it was it Red Team said said uh, someone said uh, Lo- Ragnar Lothbrokey a little bit like that. Yeah, he's doing a little bit of Ragnar Lothbrokey-ish as well. Philip S says Philip S Philip H says Sandor scenes were the best written in the whole show. The Cersei Euron scene was the worst written. Key folks written. <laughs> I agree because I think the. Good part of the Euron Cersei Jamie stuff was was the the chemistry between Jamie and the actor that played Euron. I thought had a good one good kind of fucking with each other back and forth thing going on. We're joined by David again as he's situating himself a little bit. Tyrion knows that Cersei has wildfire in the chain. That would blow up the city before surrendering it to Tyrion and Daenerys. God, I can't wait to to hear Tyrion talk about Cersei. <laughs> I just want to hear that. Again, it automatically gives Tyrion more to do. Netta says, we need to know about Edmir. We already talked about this. Will Arya, why would Arya kill all the Freys and just leave her uncle locked up in the cells? That can be a question for the feedback. Walter Frey later mentioned, and I just said, this is where I checked the quote. Walter Frey mentioned that Edmir is back in his cell and has no plans of killing him, but it would be a son-in-law would not be right. So we have a couple more questions, and then we're going to touch in with David before we go. We, I think we have one more voicemail and two more texts. 
Um, this is for this is for David. Oh, yay. David, what do you think about Daenerys as queen? I am for it. I am a young 41-year-old uh, looming for change, looking for a woman and all, a northerner, a northerner. What's going on? So what do you think about Daenerys as queen? Um, I'll say this. Technically, she's probably going to be a better queen than Cersei would be because Cersei just seems hell-bent on you know, blood, even though basically everybody who's ever wronged her is now dead. She just is bloodthirsty and just wants to kind of kill everybody. And Daenerys has kind of made it her mission to any place that she conquers. She wants to be a good ruler and she wants people to love her and respect her. So it's a difference in ruling styles. She's trying to rule with love. Cersei's trying to rule with fear and hate. Um, And on the for the fear of sounding cor- corny, uh, love will probably conquer. <laughs> like, love will find a way. Sorry. <laughs> we'll keep us together. Uh, but uh, I honestly, for me, just as far as watching the show, it's better to watch characters who have conflict, and Cersei definitely has that. I would love to see Cersei stay as queen just for a little bit longer to get more... Uh, out of that uh, rag, ring that rag dry, basically. Yeah, I, I agree. Let, let's jump in the live chat. We got uh, oh, we got some greats of Lady Fairs and the Teemo popping in there. Hey, Critch, a.k.a. Kyote Tom, Phil Scout, uh, Cheeky BBM, Iron Helen, Corey Analysis, Walking David, anyone else I miss? Love the dragons. Uh, so, so King's Landing will burn. It'll be the new Harrenhal. I love hating Cersei. Yeah, it, like what Dave was saying, love hating Cersei. It's, it's good to kind of keep that going for as long as possible. Uh, let's see. Let's go down. How about doing a karaoke stream? We would absolutely love to do a karaoke stream. In fact, I think karaoke is now one of the new things added to the wheel. Would sing a sing a bad karaoke song is added yeah. is added to the wheel. Phil, let's talk about what's going to happen now that the Targaryen dynasty comes together, and I would marry Arya. I think I I don't know if it's going to be that simple if a Targaryen dynasty comes together. I wonder if Daenerys is going to rule in the way that we think she's going to rule and if she's going to be able to create that kind of lineage of a dynasty or if it's just going to be she's here to stop the White Walkers and she loses her dragons and herself in this battle. I don't know. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see this season and next where it all ends up. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> And before before you were before you were going, we had we had a couple questions for uh, for for, da- for David. We asked uh, ask uh, what's this? Ask Peter Baelish how that Sansa burn is healing. What? What does that even mean? What what, what are you talking about? Uh, little Littlefinger always has a plan, right? Right, David. Littlefinger has a plan. Of course, <laughs> but I've always been under the impression: keep your foes confused. If they never know who you are or what you want, they'll never know what you plan to do next. I don't know. I'm suddenly filled with this creepy feeling and I can't fucking explain it. What the fuck's going on? Holy shit, David. We have gotten a donation. $10 from Lady Fair. He's saying, love your children, channel, Phil. Lady Fair, anyone that gets a Super Chat donation, we automatically give them a magic spin of the wheel. Let's see what Woo. you get. Let's see what you get. No whammies, no whammies, no shots, no shots, no shots. I... I have to give you credit. That is an awesome wheel. I don't know who made that, but that's a great wheel. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and I got, it's drum fun. You got drum fun, but no one wants to hear some fucking silly drum fun. Let's try one more time with that. One more. Oh, here we go. I'll play some drums for you before the show ends. 
I still say that I should be one of the things on the wheel. So like if you spin it, you have to call me at a random time and I'll, I'll do a voice for somebody. Dude, that would be incredible. I could, I could absolutely add that. And I know uh, David and I talked about this before, but David's going to also, uh, we know, we know we're, we're like making David work like a chimp. It's like, David, why hasn't Alt-Shift-X <laughs> done his last review? Chimp impression oh yeah i was supposed to do the alt shift x thing and then my computer crapped out so do you want me to i yeah. can talk like alt shift x for the next 30 seconds yeah do that do that for, do that for uh lady Faye. lady Faye. all right in a song of ice and fire we see that daenerys has made her way all the way back to dragonstone but all the way back to what perfect david perfect but what we're gonna do is for super chat people and for donate for those type of things david because we don't want to make i don't want to make david feel like a chip david imp do, do impression now now motherfucker oh hey uh let's talk to uh let's see what john snow thinks about this review but the no umbers, the car stocks <laughs> all united in their fight against the white walkers <laughs> i think but what we're gonna do is we're gonna get David to pre-record us some uh, some little clips and and throughout the weeks, anytime he feels like it, he's gonna record us a little five seconds, ten seconds here, so we can always play on the channel forever, and uh, and we can uh, pimp out David that way instead of pimping him out in person, because. Uh I'm fine either way. Yeah, he's fine either way. I mean, I, I don't mind. I don't mind. I think I've gotten to know David well enough, uh, whether just on shows or out of shows, where I can be like, David, give me a fucking impression now, asshole. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely down. Yes. So yeah, add one option to the wheel where a person can pick any of the other options. Yeah, I do. Uh, right here, this one right here. Good, good thought. Iron Throne. Uh, your pick. Anyone can pick any one that they want if it lands on that one. Add Sweet. A, add a BC never dies. That is true, Tom. Couple more questions before we call this a stream and we let David go. Here we go. This is. From, hi, Phil, this is Lady Lil from Chicago. I usually wander here and there in the live motherfucking chat. Cersei mentioned in this episode that she has enemies all over Westeros, but she hasn't mentioned her enemies from the Far East, which is the Iron Bank. Do you see the Iron Bank backing Danny since the Lannisters are... MC Hammer broke. <laughs> it, it's also a, a very... Uh, hypocritical of her to say that Tommen betrayed her since he knew since she neutered him the way she blew up the sept of Baylor. So a lot of really good stuff there. Do I think that the Iron Bank is going to come back? Yes, the Iron the Iron Bank always collects their debts, and I think whether they find their way into the series and the show, the Iron Bank. To me, it's hard for me to imagine the Iron Bank not playing a force again. Banks get their money, David. Yes, they do. And uh, I really hope they don't bring that one dude back who was there before who talked to Stannis. Just find somebody more, more interesting. But uh, I think it would be interesting to see like, if she tries to like sell parts of the city off as a way of paying her debt. Like, to where like the Iron Bank now controls part of like King's Landing just because she's like, yeah, well, I don't even care about these peasants anyways. You can have them. You can have their shanties and just leave me my red keep kind of thing. Holy shit. Sorry. Sorry, David, to interrupt you. James, Jason, thank you for the super chat donation. Here we go, motherfucker. You're amazing. And thank you again, the lady. You guys are great. Here we go. Let's do a spin. Spin, 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 spin the wheel. No whammies. Let me do my best Vanna White. Come on. Come on. It is Phil Drink. No one wants to see that. Phil Drink. So I'm going to pour me a shot of absolute, you fuckers, into my 
Lannister cup. Hear me roar, motherfucker. But, uh, oh, we got someone. Hi, everyone. That's the Walking David. I hear it is. Walking David, you were so funny. We got someone. That is correct. He is. <laughs> he is. I don't even like David. I just have him on the show because he's funny. There you go. Yeah, that's true. True story. No, I'm, I'm kidding, David. <laughs> <laughs> and we have, I think, one last voicemail. Did I? Did I? Uh, I think I, I think I haven't played this yet. So uh, if I played it already, you get in double. Uh, this is. Oh no, I'm. I am not playing that voicemail. Sorry, that is. Uh, that is not. That is not a real voicemail. That that's a f- fake voicemail. So, the Iron Bank bureaucracy plot, looking forward to that, right? The Lannister drink, drink, drink. Here we go. This is to you guys. Thank you so much for all your fucking support and super chat. It means so much to us. So, here we go. Ah, I took one, too. Ah, you couldn't see it. Yeah, sure you did, asshole. asshole. Yeah, I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah, you fat. Uh, do Joe's voice uh, taking a shot. <laughs> Oh, God damn. What the fuck? <laughs> Perfect. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Katie, fu- uh, fuck. Stop pouring me the fucking drink. Stop with the super chats. Motherfuckers. So the, re- <laughs> the real question that no one has asked is where's Ghost? There's no excuse for it. It wasn't in the budget because they only have seven episodes this season. Where the fuck is Ghost? Why haven't we seen him? Well, you you did see uh, their walking CGI budget in that uh, White oh. Walker shot when oh. they had all the giants and stuff. They even openly said, "They go, if you see a giant, you're not going to see ghost." <laughs> I know, and we saw like more than one giant, more than so one giant. So there's going to be less ghost. Yep, it's going to be less ghost this year. It's going to be. <laughs> you thought you thought you got little ghost before this year? They were getting no ghost. And- I, I guarantee you, though. I I will say this: at some point this season. Or maybe even they might even save it for next season. Ghost is going to come back with a vengeance and like kill somebody of importance. That's what I I feel like. He's going to have been tracking John this entire time and kill somebody of importance. Ooh, someone says Ghost versus White Summer. That would be so fucking chilling. Corey Mitchell says Animal Welfare probably took Ghost at this point, considering how neglected he is. Oh my God! Stop asking for direwolves. If they come back, they will die. Says Tebow. Lady Fear says hopefully he isn't brought back just to be killed off. Echoing the same thought as Tebow. Ren, Ren, a lot of people in the, the mods are in the live chat telling you how the best ways to stay in touch through the Discord group, through a lot of other ways, through the uh, the Google Hangout, uh, the Google group that we have, or on Facebook, and also make sure as we're starting to wrap things up, that you subscribe to The Walking David. David, where can people find more of you? Well, that is a fantastic question. Um, if you go on YouTube, obviously my channel is The Walking David, where I do a bunch of impression videos, show little short films and skits, and uh, behind-the-scenes uh, clips from my feature film that's going to be coming out at the end of the year, 40 Ounces to Freedom. Uh, if you have an Instagram, I'm on there and I post quite often and it's all lowercase and it's Mr. David Grayson on Instagram and you can follow me on Twitter as well at David Grayson. So there you go. And here we go. Uh, oh, Timo did another super chat donation. She says, uh, pay the Lannisters their respect. They deserve one more, one more spin for Timo. Here we go. You guys are their regards. Yes, they do. Timo. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. It landed on. Bite of a sandwich. I don't. I don't know. I don't even know what that is. Wait. 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 <laughs> what What's a bite of a sandwich? Uh, excuse me. One second. Oh man. Excuse me. One second. 
Bite of a sandwich. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know, Timo. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't take. I don't eat sandwiches, Timo. What the fuck? So, and don't forget to. Uh, oh yeah, don't forget to drum solo us up. I definitely owe you guys a drum solo. See, I changed it from drum solo to just drum stuff because it's not necessarily always soloy. The only problem I have with this episode is there's no lion over the King's Landing in the opening. I wonder if. if was it uh, was it still the Baratheon? I I kind of fast forwarded through the intro. That good point, Timo. I got to rewatch the in, the intro. And Nid- I want- sorry, go ahead. Oh no, uh, sorry, I was just babbling. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say, do you think that like in the same fashion that Littlefinger changed his thing to like a what is it a canary? Is that his uh, sigil? Is mm-hmm. it a canary or something like that? Or whatever, it's a little bird or whatever. Yeah, it's a bird. Uh, do you think Cersei and Jaime will? make their own sigil like they're not going to be known as the lions anymore they'll be known as like the blue dragons i don't know <laughs> no, no, no. I, I i for some reason the image of a lion mounting another lion on top of it just popped in my head <laughs> Mount, mounting its sister yeah, yeah mounting, mounting a lion on top of a lion going hear me roar you know like really go crazy Lannister always roars. Wait, what? Oh, yes. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to take one. I'm actually going to take one more shot just for Timo because it was her birthday. Mockingbird. And also, she she actually earned one as well for being a Patreon uh, supporter. She earned a spin, but I'm going to say one of her spins is automatically a shot because I know she fucking wants it. Long live the Lion King. Here we go. Hear me roar. The King of the North. King of the North. Mm. That's the only king I'll bend my knee to. King of the Northeast. <laughs> oh, fuck. But everybody, thank you so much for joining us for the very first feedback episode of the season. These shows will go as long you know, as the feedback we get, so make sure you get your feedback questions in. Let me show you guys all the different ways you can get feedback questions in every week. Let me uh, open. I got to open some shit up. I got to open some shit up, David. So let me distract some time. Distract some time here while I while I open up the fucking hound here. And um, your talker, talkers make me thirsty. <laughs> so if you guys want to get your questions in on the feedback show for next week, our next week's co-host on the feedback show will be Nick Hodges from History Buffs. And if you've never checked out History Buffs, I cannot recommend that channel enough. I think you'll uh, definitely love to. Uh, if he does historical inaccuracies about movies about history and uh, really kind of gets into it. He's got a couple of Game of Thrones v- videos as well and a lot of Vikings content. He actually also hosts the Vikings uh, podcast on History Channel and, uh, and has a lot of insider Vikings content and stuff. And Nick and I did a podcast a couple of months ago that people can check out if you're curious more about Nick. But he'll be our host, our co-host next week with us. So make sure you get some questions in. And I think that feedback show will be on Wednesday of next week. I think I'm not paused. No, Thursday of next week. So uh, look out for that. Yeah, and he's he's fantastic. I'll, I'll attest to that, too, as Nick is a... He has an awesome YouTube channel. He really does his research, and he's great to watch. Yeah, yeah. Nick, Nick, Nick is uh, Nick is incredible at what he does. He puts so much time and effort into making all those fucking videos. It's like you're going to school for a second. It's like you're going to school for an hour and learning uh, learning all this shit about the uh, about the episodes and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. about the movies and about uh, what they're actually talking about. You know, uh, he has one of uh, so many so many movies and so many so much more to come. So definitely check out his channel, and he will be on us 
on there next week. It will be rude to ask questions about Vikings. No, we'll take, we can take a couple of Vikings questions at the end if you want to throw them in there. Definitely. We, we, would not, we would not mind that, Timo. Feel free to leave the Vikings questions. But everybody, thank you so much for joining us. I will be back, I think, on Friday. I know most people had done their trailer reactions to the trailer for the next episode, but I'm going to wait till Friday and do a trailer reaction. Hopefully the images for the next episode will be out too, so we'll go over the trailer and the images. for. And so I'll be on probably Friday afternoon and then again on Sunday evening with Joe and Katie. So, uh, David, thank you so much for joining us. Sorry about your technical difficulties. Hopefully you'll be able to join us again later in the season and uh, – and uh, or or if not, right after the season ends. But we'll find a time. We'll find time for you to come in. And I also want to mention while you're here that David, mm-hmm. probably not every week, depending on his availability, but David will be and I will be doing very special podcasts starting in October. We'll be doing. Uh, uh, I'm going to be reviewing it, but David will be j- joining us whenever he can on the Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, recaps curbs coming back october 1st for 10 episodes and uh yeah david and i are gonna do podcasts on it so and that's uh, gonna be awesome that is gonna be awesome and as many of those episodes as you can make it if not i'll you know i can babble myself or i got a a good friend of mine that might join us local my friend steve the dude who's a huge curb fan too might join us occasionally here and there when david can't make it or join the two of us so look out for that in october Sweet. And I just want to say, Phil, thanks for having me on again. And guys, I'm sorry about the technical difficulties. I, I didn't know that my computer even had problems until today, but uh, yeah, thanks you, for putting up you with You really that. Did the, gave, the, uh, gave all the women of the world uh, a disservice because they wanted to look at your uh, sexy Jon Snow hair. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It's still here. It is. It is. Imagine it in your dreams. Rewind the video. Watch those freeze frame still video shots of David doing his posing. <laughs> it's incredibly soft. Yeah, and, pl- and play really romantic music while you do it, and you'll be you'll be like watching a uh, a really wonderful photo slideshow of of, yeah. of David smiling for you. So, so if nothing else happened in this podcast, that happened, and it was really really awesome. And if you're listening, yeah. and if you're listening to the audio ca- cast, of this please give us some iTunes ratings. Spread the word on the podcast. That can only help. Tell me how the audio was in this episode i'm trying recording it in a different way so i'm very curious how the audio came so make sure you can always email me at i get gmail.com to let me know so everybody uh if you haven't already and you enjoyed this video please hit the like button please hit the subscribe button and uh and please share it with a friend and on this final note where is it uh david you might hear yourself for a second here let me let me switch some switch something over and it's time to uh Time to play uh, some drums, I guess. It's time to play some drums. When we go into studio, I gotta, I gotta do a fucking drum solo or drum stuff. Now that I'm drunk. Thank you, everybody, and uh, we'll talk to you guys. 
fuck in next time. Bye. Good shit.